Are you ready to live your best life, be stronger, and fall in love with yourself? It's possible and it's within you, but you need to unlock the power within. Welcome to Fearlessly Authentic with Jody Harrison Bauer. Jody is now living the best life ever, but it took some stepping out of her comfort zone. She's going to show you how it can be done. Here is your host, Jody Harrison Bauer. Hey, you are with Jody Harrison Bauer on the Fearlessly Authentic show on Voice America. And I am here with Christy Valdeseri, who made it to the top six for SI Swim, Swim Sports Illustrated. Let's get that together again. She made it to the top six in the swim edition for Sports Illustrated. Like, Huge, 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 huge. And I was lucky enough to meet this amazing, courageous woman when I tried out as well. She made it to the top six. I did not. And um, she's here to share her story with us, which is a story of inspiration, courage, just motivational, just amazing story. And Christy, thank you so, so much for being here with me today and join us, joining us on Fearlessly Authentic, because that is truly who you are. Aww. Thanks for having me, Jody. I'm so excited that you're giving me the platform to share my story and what I've been through. Hopefully, someone listening can relate to me in a sense, and, can, and it can like lift them out of um, a dark place that they're in and give them hope that they can live a life that they want to live too. So when you started this journey, um, I'd like to go back and, and share your story with the listeners. How, like, what happened? Just get, you know, go back a few years and just tell us okay. a little bit about yourself. Yeah. So I'm from Westchester, Pennsylvania, which is outside Philly. Um, I live in Los Angeles now. But right when I had graduated from college, I, I was in a sorority at college. I was living up, living it up. I went to Penn State. Um, I was dating a football player. I had the, a great college experience. And then at the end of, I had just graduated. And then like three weeks later, I found a tiny bald patch on the top of my head and like really thought it was nothing. I thought it was from like pulling my hair up too tight or the sun. I like right. overlooked it. I'm like, it's nothing. It's going to come back. Was it just a tiny little spot? And how did yeah, you even it notice it? It was honestly probably that that size, like a quarter, maybe even like smaller than a quarter. Were you just like putting your makeup on and you just noticed you're like, oh, what is this? Yeah, I was actually, I remember the day, the exact day I noticed it. I was at my best friend's house. Your eyelashes look great, by the way. Oh, thank you. Gorgeous. They're gorgeous. <laughs> Thanks, girl. I put them on every day, but I do have eyelashes growing. Like I you know, I love it. Thank you. Um, but no, we were in her, my best friend's kitchen and- uh, we were going to Florida the next day to like mm -hmm. celebrate graduating college. And I don't know if I was like bending down or like looking in the mirror, but it was right on my part. So like, mm -hmm. I guess when I was doing my hair, mm -hmm. I could see it, but like, I truly Jody believed it was nothing. Like I wasn't right. You were like, Oh, this is just a little weird thing happening. Uh-huh. It'll go away. Like everything, every little thing that comes up, it will go away. A bruise goes away. That's how I thought of it. You're as. like 21 years old. You're invincible. What's going to happen? Uh -huh. right. I had the world at my feet and I was like, this is nothing. Right. And then as the summer progressed, I moved to New York to do a dance program. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like entering into my professional career as a dancer. I was a dance major at college, just right. graduated, moved to New York in a dance program, wow. getting ready for my professional career. So and it's continuing to fall and I'm going home um, 
taking showers at the, at the end of the day from uh, dancing all day. And it was the worst part of the day. The, the drain is clogged. I'm pulling out chunks and chunks and crying wow. and like, what the hell is happening? Right. But still, I was still at the point, the mindset that, oh, it's nothing. Like this is going to happen and then it's going to end and it's going to be nothing. Did you think maybe like a lot of us think that when something physically happens to us, we think, okay, it's going to pass. But did you think maybe I should change the way I eat? I mean, did you think of anything like that? Or maybe you're under a lot of stress because you want to, you want to, yeah. you want to get these parts. That's or- a, yeah, that's a good question. Um, at that time I wasn't like, well, I was vegetarian at the time. So okay. I, I wasn't like, no, I wasn't really thinking what I should change. Okay. Um, but I, I went to a dermatologist in the midst of like d- the hectic dance schedule, living two hours away and commuting. I found a dermatologist that gratefully I had insurance and it took my insurance. And she was like blown away by how much was falling out. And she was like, I don't know uh, what it is. It's, it's crazy. It's a lot, but I think it's alopecia. And I was like, what the hell does that mean? Never heard this word. And I was like, I don't really care what it is, but like, I need to fix this right now. <laughs> like do whatever it takes to fix what's happening to me. So I was talked into getting steroid shots. Mm-hmm. I got steroid shots all over my head. So did, Honestly, you, do a lot of, did you do a lot of research? Like um, did you start, like once she said you have, I think it's alopecia, did you start looking into things or you were just like, I need to, I need whatever is happening to stop. Just uh, stop. Yeah, so- all right. Uh, so initially, yeah, like every, I remember every moment I had, I was looking up on my Google search on my phone. What is alopecia? How do you cure alopecia? Right. Why does alopecia happen? What's it coming from? So yeah, I was looking it up, but I was like hopeless and just wanted to like bandage it up, put it away and be done with it. Right. So I got the steroid shots. So I didn't have like, no, I, I didn't have enough research, research on it. I saw some people it worked for, some people it didn't, but I was, right. I was like at the breaking point that I was like, I need something to fix this. Right. So I got so, them. Yeah. And did they work? So they, they, it kind of started growing in. I mean, it was like 30 shots in your head, like 30 I, shots going in your head. Thing. You poor Horrible. thing. Oh and I remember God. like, um, it, I could still hide it. I wasn't wearing wigs, so it okay. wasn't like how it is now. I was hiding it. And, um, it kind of helped. It was kind of growing in kind of, but it, it was manageable. It was, mm-hmm. that's what I would say. It was manageable at the time. So your friends knew. Yeah. Anybody, so were there, was there anybody else that would say, Hey, um, like what's going on over here? Um, I did a, right. I did a really, really good job of hiding it. Like I okay. switched my part. I would, I would wear hats all the time. So when I was still living in New York, my roommate, my family, my best friends knew, but no, it wasn't like um, a public thing. Okay. But I do remember when I was in the dance program, I like raised my hand. We had like a seminar and I was like so nervous, but I did say like, I recently got diagnosed with alopecia. Do you have any insight on what I could do to help it? Mm -hmm. So I kind of was open about it because I just thought it was like, again, something that was temporary. Right. You thought, okay, this is, I'm going to get past this. So how did it so again, you had this great attitude towards it. You're like, I'm going to get past this. This is nothing. It's not going to stop me from anything. So when was the time where you started thinking, this is getting worse. It's not getting better. And when did things start changing for you? It was definitely a lot of ups and downs. Mm -hmm. Um, But I had uh, progressing through the summer. I was living in New York. I 
ended it with my boyfriend at the time. It was, I was in a really not good place in my relationship mm -hmm. and I ended that. And then my dream was to book a cruise job. So I was putting all of my energy. I'm like freshly single, like putting my energy into me, my dance career. Mm -hmm. I booked this dream job. Mm -hmm. I'm like on a high, like on a high. I was ecstatic. I was like, this is all I wanted. You're like freedom. Yeah. Freedom. Right. I'm like, I'm going to go away for eight months, like wow. be performing every night, traveling, making money. This is the time my hair's going to grow in. I'm going to find myself. I'm going to move on. Alopecia is going to be never talked about again. I love it. So I was on the ship, on the cruise ship. And um, I guess when you asked, like, was it ever time that it was getting worse? Mm -hmm. I think on there, I was really like, we were constantly doing our hair, braiding it, flipping it, doing different stuff. Right. Because you probably had to change it for different, for all the different dance scenes. You numbers. Did, right? The numbers. Exactly. Right. I, we, had, we had braids, we had parts, we had buns. Like a rock so, kind of thing where they always have to have a little different look. Right. Oh, yeah. So it was, we were always... Uh, switching it up mm -hmm. and <laughs> right so I remember being in my little cabin and like my roommate and I still have a video of it like going through my hair looking at the patches falling out and it was falling but it was again manageable right and um I had told the the people I worked for that I needed a wig and they had ordered they said that they had ordered me a wig so they were aware of the situation and then within being within six weeks of being on the ship um, they fired me on the spot and said, I, the, this, this one man with way too much power said mm -hmm. that I stood out and I drew attention and he wants me off the ship. You drew attention. That's, how? All. That's, That's it. all I got. And you I were wearing a wig. Somewhere. I was not wearing a wig. Okay. So, um, I hid my hair. Mm -hmm. I wore hats in rehearsals. Um, like I hid the patches, mm -hmm. So I don't. Like that's all I got. I don't know. It's never been like said what it reason wow. what reason it was, but that's how it felt that it was discriminatory towards me um, with my hair loss. So, so how did you feel? How did I mean? I felt horrible, Jody. It was the <laughs> worst, most traumatizing uh, experience for a 22 year old who's on a high or I was 23 on a high loving it. This is my dream job performing, traveling. Like I had just posted on my Instagram, how excited I was. I was like, I can't even put into words how much I was like thriving. All and then I'm it, thinking about is like right now, as you're saying all of this, I have two grown daughters. They're older than you, uh -huh. but like as a mom, my heart would just be like dying inside for my kid saying, knowing like what a high you're on, how excited you are. Like you're independent. You got this job and you're going to be away for eight months. And then out of nowhere, again, this right. happens. Uh-huh. Out of nowhere. So they, I was, we were um, pretty much, we were in Seattle and they flew me back. Well, I argued, they were supposed to, they were trying to send me out that night. Mm -hmm. And I argued and argued and argued and said, I have, oh yeah. They told me that morning. They're like, we have a flight for you tonight. This sounds and like I a, was like a movie, like that Christina Aguilera was in, or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> like, like, what? That? I know. That's so, so heartless. Yeah, exactly, and that's why I feel so strongly about it because, regardless of um, the the reason or the situation, no one ever should be treated the way I was treated. Right. Like it really like knock rocks me to my core. So I, I flew back to from Seattle to Philly, where my parents live. And I remember I had all five bags. I was wearing a hat and I was just 
sitting in the airport and I just lost it. I had all of my bags sitting on the ground right. in the dirty airport and I was just bawling like, holy crap, how is this happening? Do you feel like that was your lowest point? Like um, during or? That was one of them. I think I've had like probably like two or three really low points in mm. my life. I think that was really one of them. I can remember it so distinctly laying there alone, 2,500 miles away from my family, no job, no apartment to go back to. I moved out of my apartment in New York and literally just about no hair left. I can't even imagine how, how you felt. I just, I feel this is a horrible story. It's, I know, but it does get better. I know, I know it gets better because I do know the story. So I know it gets better. But so how did you take, how did you, you lose your mind, don't lose your mind, but you like, you really, I mean, you're feeling like this is right now at this point in your life, the lowest point you've had yeah. so far. So you go home, hang out with mom, go, go home to Pennsylvania. Right. And what do you do there? So I'm back with my parents and thank God I had them to go to because I can imagine some people don't have like a home base that they can go back to when something right. like this happens. So I was back with them. There's the and silver I, lining. Yeah, right? So I was uh, like, okay, what do I do? Do I go back to New York and sublet an apartment and go back to the bar I was working at? Do I stay at home and work at a breakfast cafe at my parents' house <laughs> in Oregon, Pennsylvania? Do I uh, go to Florida and stay with my grandparents down there? Like, that's, these are all the things I'm like, every day waking up, like, what do I do? What do I do? Right, right. And something, Jody, something in me, every single day, something in me was like, Christy, you have to go to LA. Like, I swear, I heard that voice so distinctly in my head that it was so clear to me that I had to go to LA. And I had no idea how it was going to happen, but I knew I had to. So within, so within like, it was, it was two months. So I got home in June and then in August, I, um, well, within three weeks of getting fired, my hair was gone. So I was telling you it was manageable okay. and I could have it on the ship. I went through this traumatic experience, hair gone in oh. three weeks. Interesting. So I wonder if it had to do something with stress. I mean, I don't know a lot about alopecia, but um, I'm sure you know everything about it now. But I wonder, it seems like the stress did not help the situation. Right. That's what, there's, there's no like answers to right. alopecia, which drives me crazy. But I believe that it really had to do with the stress and the trauma and the anxiety and the situation I was in caused right. it to fall out. Because it was gone in three weeks. Like it was on my pillow. It was on the floor. Like gone. Oh my God. It was, it was, no one should have to experience that. It was really, really hard. But with how those. Did how did you stay positive? So you're thinking, okay, LA is calling me. LA is calling uh -huh. me. Maybe like I know I do a lot of manifestations. I, I, I sit still. It's not easy for me. But when I do, when my mind is still for 30 seconds a day, I do have these thoughts. And they right. do, you know, when you really believe in something, it will happen. So you, you feel LA calling you, your hair is falling out, you're at a low point, you just all this stuff just happens. Mm -hmm. So you just pack up your stuff. And you say, Mom, Dad, thanks, but I'm out of here. Yeah. So to answer your question, how I stay positive, I remember my parents and I, we would, or my mom, she would be like, maybe it's all falling out just to grow back. Like, let's just hope that it's falling out to grow back. Like, always thinking of the positive. Yes. Okay, this is going to happen, so something positive. Like, always, throughout this whole process, my mom has always been, like, twisting oh. it to see a positive of it. 
And I'm sure you can relate having yes. daughters around my age. Yes, You're just yes, trying, trying. to like, yes, give your yes. daughter hope that You're it's like, going to... Can we do something? We'll do anything Aww. to make, to change the situation. I'm That's sure exactly how my parents way. feel. Felt. Yeah. So I had no hair. I glued on a wig. <laughs> I got a blonde wig, wow. glued it on, like glue, glue like flat, <laughs> worked out everything in this wig, like glued it on. <laughs> You're so cute. And then um, 10 days later, I booked a flight to LA and went to LA um, on a one-way flight with two big bags. Didn't have an apartment or a job here. And I, I stayed with my courage. friend from college and hid under this blonde wig and pretended I was still the Christy that I used to be. Wow. That took a lot of courage to do that. Do you know that? Thank you. Yeah. I, it just felt real, um, true to me. Like I, I, you know, like I, that's a beautiful word to say, thank you. But I, I did it cause it felt like what I should do. Right. You know, I was so in tune with like how, what I needed, you know, I hear a lot of people telling stories like that where they just pick themselves up and go. I've always been a little scared to do things like that. And, um, even now, but it will happen anyway. Yeah. It's, and it is scary. Yeah, it is scary. And I, I think I, I have so much respect for you to say, look, I've, at this point, you've got everything to gain, nothing to lose. Why not? I'm going to do it. But a lot of people don't have the courage to do it, but you believed in it so strongly that you just said, I'm going to go because that's where my heart, that's where, that's where I feel everything like instinctively, everything is telling me, go. Right. It's crazy, like talking about it and rethinking, like that was the clearest thing in my life ever. Like, I don't even know what, what it was, but it was something that was like telling me to go come here. I think that's so fantastic that you did it. Thanks. Um, tell me, so what happened? Okay. So when you went to... LA, you stayed at your friend's house and you pretended to just be normal Christy with a glued on blonde wig. Yep. So what did you do for work? So I, when I got here, I went to every bar in Hollywood, West Hollywood, like every bar and walked in and handed my resume and said, Hey, I would love to work here to every bar. That's what I did. And then wow. on top of that, I was on every like Facebook group looking for apartments. Okay. So I found this like bar on Hollywood Boulevard and I worked there for like a year because I needed something. So you were a bartender or were you a dancer? I was a cocktail server. So just just something to like pay my bills. Yeah. Okay. Again, I'm thinking of this Christina Aguilera movie I saw. A burlesque. burlesque. Yes. I'm thinking you're her in burlesque. I know, right? Yes. I just watched that recently too. <laughs> I, I think I watched it in January and yeah, I said that like there's that girl that just has the guts to get the heck out of here and just go. Right. So, so what happened? What were, what were your goals when you got there? So the goal was to get an apartment, make some money so you could support right. yourself a little bit, but then right. get back to dancing. What was yeah. your goal? So I knew I needed to get like a side job. So I was able to stay out here. Mm -hmm. um, and then I was like, I need to get signed by an agency. So I, I gratefully got signed by a dance agency. Mm -hmm. And within like a couple months of moving here, I got signed. And then I was out in the auditions, all that, wearing the blonde wig, wearing the blonde wig, hiding, not telling anyone. Um, and then I got, I worked at a, I changed bar jobs to a better, mm -hmm. job, to a better bar that I liked more and continue to audition booked some things and um, never told anyone about the wig. Like it right. was very like, 
killing me inside, but um, I was just being who I thought, who I used to be. Kind of right. So this is the same blonde wig. So you're not changing your look. You're just nope. same. Not like, like I am now, like every right, day. Right. <laughs> yeah. right, right. Same, same, same. So what, what happened? How long yeah. were you able to keep up that, that facade? Right, literally, yeah. yeah. So, um, I'm it's back. killing you inside. Outside, you're cheery, Christy, uh-huh. like that everybody knows, hey, I'm the same. Yeah. But inside, and I'm sure your family was kind of worried about you too. Like, how are you doing mentally? Like, because mm-hmm. this is definitely a mind job. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's exactly it. Like I come across, I, I how I am. I'm outgoing. I'm bubbly. I'm friendly. But I was I was hiding something, and it was yeah. like really hurting me inside. So when I came out here, I was connected to a girl through a mutual friend. We literally met the second day I was here. She was bald. Also, she had lost all of her hair. Jody, she's my best friend. We have like a, such a special connection. Wow. And so her hair grew all the way back now. Mm-hmm. So she has like hair to here now. It grew all the way back. Mm-hmm. I think hers was a little different, but when we met, we were both bald. Okay. And I watched her share her story. She opened up about being bald on her Instagram. And I watched her, wow. this scared, neat, worried girl, like blossom into this powerhouse and like wow. created a life that she wanted to. And I watched, mm-hmm. I was witnessing her like become a strong woman in front of my eyes. And so I, I remember the day she posted it and I was like, there's no way I'm ever doing that. There's no way. Like there's no, right. There's no way I could ever share that private information uh-huh. to the world. Like, why would I do that? I'm bubbly. I'm fine like this. Yeah. Right, right. Exactly. So I watched that and I remember that played a big part in mm. my journey of being like, I need to be open and like, this is, if I share my story, it's going to heal me. That was my mentality. If I open up and lift this weight, I'm going to be healed. Whether it's growing my hair back, but also like mentally and emotionally healed. You are like so special. I can't even tell you. So many young people, and I know you're not a youngster, um, but somebody who was, what was this? You were 23, 24, 25 years old when all of this was happening when you were out and when you first moved out. Yeah, I, I was 23, 24, yeah. Yeah, and to have that, those feelings and saying, I've, I've got to be true to myself, but I don't, I, you're so torn with, mm-hmm. I want to be authentic. I want to be, not because I want to be authentic, but I really right. want to be true. I want to be, I want to honor who I am before anybody said, I want to honor who I am. Right. You're thinking, wow. I don't want to live this lie anymore, but I don't know how to do it. So I could understand how this girl was such a huge part of your life. Wow. And she's one of my best friends because we, we always joke, like, remember the days that we were bawling our eyes out in our cars, both in wigs? Like, mm-hmm. is this ever going to end? Like, we literally have had so many moments like that. And although our lives are different, because I'm bald and she has hair, and it's just like, it, I just believe that this is, was my calling and how, how her life has went is her calling. Yes. As much as I, some days I'm like, wow, she's lucky she has hair. I'm grateful that it's my, it, the, both of us have happened the way it does because it's just, this is my calling and that's the way her life is going to go. Absolutely. So I, I, we have to take a short break right now. Okay. So when we come back, we are going to share this courageous next step in your life. So yeah. hold on, everybody. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. Ann Cupbill Lenane is known as Annie Gets It Done for a reason. 
She is the number one Manhattan broker at the number one estate firm, Douglas Elliman, and the founder of Wise and Wonderful Women. Check her out on Facebook and Instagram, as well as her website, AnnieGetsItDone.com. On Fearlessly Authentic, Jody talks about mental and physical well-being, and the key to both starts with proper nutrition. The Jody Fit Jumpstart Meal Plan was created to help your body feel better. Whether your goal is to lose weight, gain muscle, or just feel lighter and more energetic, following this meal plan can help you get there. The Jody Fit Jumpstart Meal Plan is a 21-day plan to help you learn the most important things about the food we eat and what foods are right for you based on your goals and activity level. The Jody Fit Jumpstart Meal Plan is a real plan for real life. This is not a diet, but a change in lifestyle. The plan is simple and easy for you to follow. In the 21-day plan, you will receive meal ideas, snack ideas, a grocery list, and a 21-day journal crucial to your success with inspirational quotes to keep you motivated and keep track of your progress. The key to success is commitment, consistency, and willpower. Be fearless and trust the journey. Go to JodyFit.com to purchase the JodyFit meal plan now and use the promo code podcast to get 25% off. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are listening to Fearlessly Authentic with Jody Harrison Bauer. We'd love to hear from you with any questions or comments you may have. Send an email to info at jodyharrisonbauer.com. That's info at jodyharrisonbauer.com. Now, back to Fearlessly Authentic. We are back with the amazing Christy, who is going to share with us her courageous story of becoming fearlessly authentic. And so what happened next, Christy? You know that you would need to be true to yourself. So what do you do? So I start by opening up to people around me, whether it's like a coworker or like a, a, a friend, not my best friend, like a little mm-hmm. more of a distant friend. And sometimes people will ask, would ask, are you wearing extensions? Are you wearing a wig? And for so long, I would shut it down and be so torn and go in the bathroom and cry and be like, why, how do I know? And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to start every day or every time someone asks me and be like, yeah, I am wearing a wig. I lost all my hair. It's really hard for me. Please don't tell anyone. This is very personal. But yeah, I lost my hair and I wear a wig. And how did that make you feel when you said that? So insanely scared. But then when their response and their reaction, they they noticed my strength and they were like, wow, you're inspiring. Wow, that's badass. And then I was like, yes, badass. Yeah. I was like, wait, like people are, are viewing it as a cool thing. And like, whoa, you're dope. You're strong. Like I can never do that. And it, and it, although we don't ever, we don't always need someone else's validation in that. I understand. Right. In that moment, it it helped me to be like, this isn't as weird and freaky as I think it is. Right. I mean, it's kind of the same thing where like, if you're, you got a boyfriend or husband or significant other, whoever it is, and you get dressed up to go out that night and he's like, babe, you look so freaking hot. Right. Like, do we need him to say that? No, but it's nice. 
right? Exactly. You get it. It feels good. It feels good. Everybody wants to be around that. So you're thinking, wow, I'm getting positive feedback for Uh being who I am. This is really cool. And I was noticed for so much of my life, especially in college, I was noticed for like my looks and Mm -hmm. how I I would look because I was in a a cool sorority, whatever. That's how I looked. And then I was like, wow, people are actually recognizing who I am and my personality. Right? Right. Like your heart. Yeah. Your heart. And it wasn't just this exterior thing. It was like, I think. Right. Sorry. Your heart was always there. But right. People were judging you first on, wow, mm-hmm. she's hot. She's fun. She's bouncy. Mm-hmm. She's cool. She's got a, and she's a good human too. Right. But now they're seeing the humanity in you. Comes out. Yeah. yeah. And it's a beautiful thing because it's helped me like really realize who I am and what my yes. purpose is. Yes. I love so that. from this, I kept, I kept telling people, kept telling people. And then I was like, all right, I'm hosting a huge event and I invited all my friends, everyone I knew in LA to come to this event. I made a dance video taking my wig off and I set a date. It was in September and um, I actually have a tattoo of the date now on my I body. That. I like, didn't know that. Yeah, that, that moment, this day changed my life forever. And I invited everybody to a dance studio. I had champagne, had everybody, we did a little dance workout, had everybody sit down. And I, for the first time, spoke out loud about everything I had gone through, the, my breakup and getting fired, like everything I had gone through up until that point, for the first time ever, vocalized it. And then posted the video on Instagram and the world knows I'm bald. <laughs> wow. It was wow. scary. It was scary, but it was so fulfilling and has, has helped me understand like why I'm here and what my purpose is. It's and, hugely like, empowering. So yeah. And, and I, it felt such a weight lifted. And then I just continued on in my life and my hair started to grow back. Exactly what my goal was. I'm like, Oh, I, I uh, set my thing, myself free. Now my hair's growing back. Right. Growing back, growing back. I'm on a high. I'm on a high. Everything's great. Everything's great. And then a year ago, um, same thing with the highs and lows that we were mm-hmm. talking about. But mm-hmm. a year ago, like almost to the date, I woke up one day and there's hair all over my pillow, wow. all over my sweatshirts, all over my shower. Um, my eyebrows were like thick and bushy and they were kind of falling a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I was, this was another really low point because. Right. Cause you thought you had, you thought you had beaten that beast up. You thought mm-hmm. I got this. I beat it. We're wow. done. Sayonara. Goodbye. Nora. Right. Peace. Nope. <laughs> Peace out. I'm get away from me. Right. And then it starts happening again. Yeah. And like you mentioned, you asked me earlier if I had changed my diet, like back in the beginning of all of this. Right. And I hadn't, but this, uh, like almost two years ago now, I had changed my diet completely to, and I drink celery juice, like it's water mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, um, to help my hair grow. So I'm putting all of this energy into growing my hair back. I didn't right. care about anything else. I didn't care about jobs, dating, relationships, work, making money, nothing. All I wanted was my hair to grow back and then it's falling out again. And I was completely shaken again. And 12 days I spent being sad about it, crying about it, hiding. And then right. on like, I think the 12th or 13th day, I was like, that's it. Done. I'm shaping it, taking the power back. And then for the oh past year, I haven't had a wig, a hair, and it's been 
it's been amazing and I don't really want my hair to grow. I never thought I would say that, but I don't want my hair to grow right now because I can't take the ups and downs and growing in and falling out. And I'm rocking this look and I like this look. I and love I the look and I think it's sort of like having a toxic relationship. You know, you were sort of having a toxic relationship with your hair growth and like, I love you, but you keep, you, you keep mistreating me. Exactly. No one's for me that analogy, but that's exactly it. It's, um, yeah, I just, I thought, I, I was just thinking of that, just going back and forth, because I think a lot of people who are listening have been in toxic relationships. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's, I love you, but I hate you. I love you, but I hate you. I love you, but I hate you. I love you, but and you finally, 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 yeah. even after you Look came out, it came out and told everybody, hey, I'm bald and blah, 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 and I'm cool, and this is cool. It is what it is. It is what it is. And so I love that you just said, I want to stay like this. Like I, I want to be in this sane relationship, this loving, tender relationship without hair. Like mm -hmm. being bald is beautiful. Being bald is bold. And embracing this power that you have to carry it because – I believe the universe gives us things that we can handle. And clearly you are a strong woman and you can handle this. Thank you. you I agree. <laughs> now, now I put the energy into uh, trying really hard to love this look rather than, I need my hair to grow. I need my hair to grow. I need to worry about everything. Blah, blah, blah. I need my hair to grow. Now I'm just like, I want to take every day to be like, oh, I like this. I like this, you know? So it's just, a, it was really a mindset shift. It is, it is, everything is such a mindset shift. And I remember when I was little, um, I went to modeling school for a little while. It was something my grandmother thought I should do. I think I was oh. in third grade, but it was one of the things about what people say now. It's not how, it's not what happens to you. It's how you react to things. And even though we say that to ourselves so many times, it's hard to always put into play. Right. And I think that you are a great example of somebody who's fought, fought yourself, fought yourself, fought yourself, and then finally said, screw it. Yeah. This is me. And I am, I'm not, I'm get, I'm not going to wish for this relationship with my hair anymore. And oh, you're really putting in a good spin on it that I, I've never thought of it like that. I am grateful that I'm at this point that I'm like, I'm, I'm loving it and like embracing it. And not, you're right. I'm just, I'm subtle and happy in this Yay. relationship with my Yay. hair. I love it. I think you look great. So now give us the big, give me the big, big story. Come on, girlfriend. Give it to okay. me. Okay, everyone. The big story of when I met Tony. <laughs> yes, that's so, what this is all about. Meeting me. Yeah. That's what it's all about. Yeah, right. so, I can't uh, wait, wait. Before you tell the story though, yeah. I just want to add one more thing. So- uh, the story you're going to tell, I know the story. So we met each other when we both tried out for Sports Illustrated Swim. And um, I, I believe I go down in history as the oldest person who's tried out for SI. Yeah, you um, did. <laughs> and I met a lot of amazing, amazing women. And, but I connected with you. I'm going to cry when I think about it because I did, Christy. I mean, I wouldn't have had, I wouldn't have you on the show. We wouldn't have stayed in touch, but there was something about you and it wasn't because you were bald. Mm -hmm. It just, there was something about you that was just so beautiful and genuine. I would say you were so genuine. Thank you. And everybody was in their twenties like you, except right. for me and a few other women. Uh -huh. Um, but I really felt a huge connection. I remember sitting next to you when they were calling out the top 16 and just feeling this huge connection with you. So 
That's, I, I just, I'm really a huge fan and um, please share your story. That means a lot. That's a beautiful compliment to be genuine. Thank you, Jody. Yes. So, um, I, like I said, my hair had fallen out last April and I remember I, the year prior, I was like my friend auditioned or sent in a tape for SI and I remember thinking, oh, I can never do that because my hair is patchy and it's kind of growing in, but it's not a look. Like I have to wait till my hair grows all the way in in order to do that. Last year came around, my hair fell out and I'm like, I got to do it. Like I have to do it. There's no other time like to do it. I have to do it. So I made a video, submitted the video, took my wig off in the video. Which was amazing. And, and thank you. And um, I, next thing I knew, I was down in Miami and I made it um, to the top 60. I went through a bunch of interviews, as you know. And then from there, I made it to the top 17. And I remember that whole week, and I'm sure you felt the same. Mm. I felt so like myself and appreciated. And like it was, people said, people warned me, oh my God, it's the best weekend. Great. Right. Um, energy, great vibes. And I remember being like, yeah, yeah. Like I go to a ton of auditions with a thousand girls. Like <laughs> yeah, great energy. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I was, this is going to be great energy. I want to be in sports illustrated. <laughs> issue. I'm going to be totally stressed out. Right. Right. But I, all the people that I met, especially you and, um, but all the people with, with SI, like yeah. who work for SI, I felt so like, I'm just bald and I'm being myself and I didn't feel like I needed to like one up people or like everybody like had a story and was like nurturing each other's stories while we were had, had our downtime. Everybody was so, being very much themselves. Yeah. And yeah. open and like willing to connect on like a deep level. I felt like, so I made it. I think yeah. it's that whole sisterhood. I think it's, it's something that um, they build that's, their brand, which is so beautiful, is that they've got that that sisterhood feeling like we're here and we're all girls and we're all just doing the best we can and we're going to just be our own selves. Uh-huh. That's so their brand. Yeah, they really do a great job who they surround themselves with as people that uh, live by that. Yeah. Yeah. So I made it to the top 17 and then um, we, I got to walk on the runway mm-hmm. while I was down there. How did that feel? Oh my God, that was hands down. I think that was the best moment of my life so far. Um, I walked down the runway and ripped off my wig at the end. And then I'm like walking down, like whipping my wig around. And it's just crazy because a year prior, almost a, yeah, a year prior, no one knew. It was a secret, and now I'm like with an iconic brand in Miami, ripping off the Oh, I know. I saw that. I was, <laughs> I just, there was such a, it, it was so beautiful because it was just like, like, I am woman, hear me roar, here I am, and guess what? I, I made it to the top 17. Like, it was uh-huh. thing. It <sighs> felt so like liberating and free and like a screw you moment to all the. I didn't want to say that, but yeah. Yeah, of making me feel, of making women feel that they can't be bald or like making women feel that standing out or being different is a bad thing. Or if your look is not cookie cutter or what the world thinks it should be, it felt like a screw you moment to all of that. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, yeah um, you get it, Miss 59-year-old. I, I, I get it. I totally, totally get it. And, and your attitude was great and it was positive, positive and I felt it. I felt it for you. So then you had to wait because this is when we were staying in touch. I mean, we yeah. still but you're waiting and you're waiting and you're waiting and you're waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting, waiting, waiting. Right. Literally waiting for <laughs> years, it felt like. 
So that happened in July. So you make the top 17. Normally it's 16, but they made it 17 this Mm -hmm. time. And then finally, what was in February you heard? Um, January. So I waited six months. I waited. And you didn't didn't know you had, they had you do a few things to like let people, they wanted to see probably you had to do a few things on Instagram or social media. But other than that, like you didn't hear anything, like nothing. No, it was just like different video challenges or, uh, yeah, not, nothing crazy. Just, yeah. we didn't know anything. We right. didn't hear, it was just like different things they had us do. So then it's January 23rd and uh, my birthday is January 22nd and I was in Hawaii living it up. I, I saw <laughs> and that. Then, like, and I remember thinking like, if I find out in Hawaii, like this is going to be amazing. <laughs> and then on the day after my birthday, I'm like sitting by the pool, like a margarita in my hand <laughs> in a bikini. And I'm like, I love it. They call me and it says New York. And I'm like, to my roommate who I was with, I was like, like, I just had a feeling. Right. I pick up and they're like, it's, it's SI. And I'm like, my roommate whips out her phone and she's like recording me on the phone and then they're like congratulations you made top six you're going to Turks and Caicos in a month and I was like "Ah," like freaking out like I was freaking out so as we've talked about the low moments like I also in this journey have had such high moments that for will forever trump those low moments you know and that I can oh for sure these high moments right right so yeah, then I went to Turks and Caicos in, in February as one of the top six, and we did an amazing photo shoot. And so I will be the first bald model in SI ever. I love it. Woo! I just, I, that is just amazing. That's amazing. Amazing for so many, I mean, your story, the, the inspiration to all of the women out there, young girls. And so what's happened since you made you know, the top 17. And I know that you've done a lot of things um, to, to bring more yeah. attention to alopecia and you've been on a lot of interviews. Right. So what's next? So you're you, in the top six, which is congratulations a million times. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. But what is it that you want to do next? I know the issue is going to come out this summer sometime. Mm-hmm. Um, but what do you want to do with that? You know, with, with, um, I mean, you've been given this platform. Right, right, right. What do you want to do with that? Well, on like a uh, basic level, I want to like, I want to change the way the world thinks about looks and especially about bald women. Why can a thousand men be bald and it's like another day? Why is a bald woman and it's like, are you sick? Do you have cancer? What's up? Why is your head shaved? Like, why can't it just be normal? So on that level, I want to normalize bald women. I have a whole community of women, of girls I know that are bald that go through extremely hard times because they don't feel accepted. And I want to change that. I want to use, continue to build my platform and change that for people and change that for the women and the girls that I know and make it normal. Like, okay, I don't have hair. That's my look. You're you're short. You're tall. You look this way. You look that way. It's my look. That's your look. That's what I want it to be. Not around a sickness or a health condition. I, and you will. I know you will. Mm-hmm. I know you will. And I hope that if I, I hope that whatever message we get through today, people hear this message and that they can share it with a friend if it's not, if it's not for them. Right. Because 
people need to understand that this is, this can be, this is very normal. This is not mm-hmm. something we should be ashamed of. Right. Exactly. And, and people that are listening that, um, maybe it's not hair loss that they have, but they have something that they're insecure about that they can right. still relate to, to me. I, the, I want people to not care. Like one of the other things that I try, try to live by is not giving a beep about what people think. <laughs> good, good. And I know I, you're, the, you're the same way, you know? I, I am. I mean, I've never let age stop me. For me, it's right. been my age because I started everything so late. And mm-hmm. I had to, I was always really upfront about my age, um, but I'm even more upfront about my age. And it's just... It's empowering, and that's why I understand a lot of the things that you've gone through, and you have such a long life ahead of you right now, and I don't want you to stop doing what you're doing because believing in yourself is the first thing that sets you apart, is that you believe in what you're doing, and you love yourself. Like, truly believe. Like, truly, we can't, right. Right. can't fakely believe. Right. Okay, there's fake believe, and we've all done that, right? We've all done that. (laughs) The glued on blonde wig, you know, I um, (laughs) am... Yes. Yes. I mean, yes. I have, I, I'll tell you the truth. I think I've told you this on the phone. I have uh-huh. hair extensions and because my hair is fine and I like my hair longer and right. it took me the longest time to let people know, yep, these are hair extensions. Yep. These are hair uh-huh. extensions. And just because that's the way i I feel better and we all have to do what we feel better doing and Agreed. not fake it, not fake it. Like we shouldn't be faking anything. If you That's know what so mean. great. People, you got to do what makes you happy. If, if I mean, and going through, like initially, it didn't make me happy to to uh, share my story, but open up right. about it. But I knew that I, I just like could foresee that like I, I was going to be happy being myself. And the more you put yourself out there, like the easier it gets Is that as true? time goes on, and the yes. and the more that you do it. And the funny thing is also, and I'm sure you found this, and we talked about this briefly, is that the more the more you talk about it, the more you put it out there, the more authentic you are, the realer your life is, the fuller it is, the more fulfilling it is, because you know when you put your head on that pillow at night that you've lived your your truest life that day. Wow, you can make me cry. That's so true. That's so true. Right? Because like well, you can't go be going through your life and then at whatever age looking back being like, wow, I hid under my wig for my whole life. No one ever knows. Right. You know? Right. And, but everybody has to do it on their own timeline. There's no like right or wrong way to do it. It's just what's authentic and, and, and real to you. If you are taking the time to actually think like to put yourself to go through it and like give yourself the time to open up about whatever it is. Well, that's what's impressive about you is being so young still. I know you're not, you know, 18 years old, right. but still being in your 20s and in finding this true love of yourself. And there are probably going to be other times where you find like, oh, now I'm really in love with myself. Now I'm really in love. But that true self of love is that that's that's everything. That's the answer to to happiness and fulfillment in our lives. And yeah you know, being fearless and being true to ourselves. And that's why this is called Fearlessly Authentic because I'm the biggest scaredy cat in the world. So uh, it's, we have to go through these ups and downs and these really bad lows, like you said, to, to really appreciate these extremely awesome highs that you've had, like with SI and your parties and things like that. Right. So if, 
people want to get in touch with you, mm-hmm. is there a website? Is there an email? Is there, how can people reach out to you that, yep. um, that you can help? So on, you can always DM me on Instagram. You okay. could set, my Instagram is at Christy.Valdeseri. Okay. I follow Jody. Um, but we can maybe put that somewhere. It will then, be somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Then, <laughs> it'll be somewhere. And then also you can email me. And then I also have created, uh, within the past couple of months, a community for other women, girls, moms that have kids that uh, have daughters that have lost their hair. Fantastic. It's called Balturage. And I have a whole community, um, of that. And if you reach out to me, I'd love to have them join it. Um, it's balturage.com if you want to check it out. Okay, thank um, you. But I'm always here for people who are going through whatever they're going through. I really know what it's like to cry myself to sleep and feel alone and lost and hopeless and like the darkness will never end. So I really, really, really feel that. And I can, I don't ever want to forget what that feels like because um, it makes me appreciate stuff. So I'm really open and here for people that they want to reach out to me. You are a superstar. No, you're a superstar. You are a superstar. Thank you so, I I can't even tell you how grateful I am that I got to meet you and that we've been able to talk. And every time I talk to you, I learn more about beauty and and just like within. And, you know, obviously you're gorgeous from the outside, but the beauty shines from within. It truly does. And I appreciate you having me and letting me um, speak on another platform and like, get my message out there because I think people, women, all ages need to hear these things that we're like openly talking about. So thanks for like, we've been really connected. You're right for the past like eight months. So thanks for being here and like giving me this opportunity to speak about it. It's, it's my pleasure. I totally love you. You Fearlessly authentic. Yes. Take care of yourself. And Christy, thank you so, so much. I love you. Thanks Jody. I love you too. Be safe. You too. Hang in there. You too, honey. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in this week to Fearlessly Authentic. Please listen again next Thursday at 12 noon Pacific time and 3 p.m. Eastern time for another edition with your host, Jody Harrison Bauer on the Voice America Empowerment Channel and unlock the keys to a more powerful you.